As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Today on Quicksland's the podcast, the Thursday edition. We'll have Joe Person in from the Charlotte Observer. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I might have Joe right now. He's going to break down the Panthers and the Patriots. Hold on, let me just see. All right, and with that, I bring in my buddy Joe Person. Been with the Charlotte Observer and covering the Carolina Panthers for how long, Joe? This is my eighth season. I actually complete the lap uh, this year with, uh, you know, with getting to every AFC uh, city. Now, when you're up here, where will you stay? I don't need the the room number or anything, but just where? Oh, yeah. Uh, I am going to stay in Cambridge at a lovely Marriott. And I have actually been at Gillette Stadium a few years ago. The Panthers played uh, the preseason up there, as you remember. Yep. And matter of fact, Cam Newton cracked his ribs that game, uh, courtesy of a Jamie Collins uh, hit. But uh, that was a fun trip, though. Not not for Cam, but for me. I we did uh, we did Fenway. Fr- I think the game was like on a Friday or Saturday. I don't know. We went to Fenway the night before mm-hmm. and then covered the covered the game the next night. So. That was good. That was a good good time. Well, what'd you think of Fenway? Now, where are you from originally, Joe? I am from actually Williamsport, Pennsylvania, the birthplace and home of Little League Baseball. That's exactly right. Did you have now that you used to go to Little League Baseball World Se- Little League World Series? Did you oh, back when Taiwan we was just running over, over people? <laughs> back when they had fourteen year old kids uh, playing against the twelve year old American boys. Speaking yes. like a bitter uh, Williamsport resident. <laughs> No, it's uh, it was it was a cool place to grow up like one week a year and uh, industry was dead and all that. But uh, but but anyway, I, I did. Uh, I, I was a big baseball fan. So so getting uh, the Fenway uh, checked off the bucket list was cool. Nice. Now, the seats are ridiculously small. Did you, were you surprised at how it was made for people who are five, seven? <laughs> yeah. Although the uh, Green Monster IPA kind of took away a lot of our worries. Yeah, t- you're not feeling a thing. If you're cramped in, you can get cramped in, 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 in anything after you have enough of those. <laughs> All right, let's get after the football. Why are the Panthers at 2-1 and one not feeling like a team that would inspire much confidence? Well, probably with, with their most recent effort against the Saints where – their defense, their number one ranked defense, got absolutely exposed by Drew Brees, and their offense got throttled by the league's worst defense uh, in the Saints. <laughs> That's and, a bad combo. Uh, yeah, it was. It was bad in every facet. Special teams actually played well. Other than that, 
that was the Graham Gano's uh, field goals and kickoffs were the highlight for the Panthers. So that's, that's all you need to know, but you know, it's, it's not been a good start. I mean, Cam Newton has kind of picked up where he left off last year and that is not a good thing. He's, he's not been accurate. And, uh, and, and worse than that, Tom, we all, we all know and have long marveled at his arm strength. Mm-hmm. If he, if he had anything, he had arm strength and, and the ability to run around the pocket. Well, I'm not seeing that trademark zip out of his arm this year post surgery, mm-hmm. and and really, and and now they're not really running him much, so they've kind of taken away that piece of his game. They're trying to do, you know, kind of the spread it out, uh, hit Christian McCaffrey underneath, occasionally test, you know, try to take a shot deep, but not very often at all, and try to get Jonathan Stewart in that in like a physical run game mm-hmm. uh, established rather than the zone read. And they, at times they've been able to, but, uh, but when Cam's gotten into positions where he's had to, to throw and they've been forced into passing situations, it has not gone well. What do you attribute the decline to? I mean, when you watched him play, he's obviously been a tremendous in 2015. He was just awesome, and that team was too. But he's never been an accurate passer, and he's tried to deliver the ball often from kind of what you would say is not the most stable base, falling backwards mm-hmm. or hips open, arms open, nothing. You know, If Brady is the model for fundamental soundness, which is repeatable, Cam is the opposite. Is that just starting to catch up with him a little bit? Well, I think that in combination with his, uh, his physical health, because I, I think he overcame a lot of that stuff that you're referring to. And, and yeah, I mean, let's be honest. So Cam he's gotten never, cleaner. In other words, he's just, you know, he's, he's just not, he's not healthy. I don't think there's any way that 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 shoulder is 100%. They're limiting him in practice already uh, beginning, I think it began last week. So starting week three, he's like not taking all the practice reps, not taking all the practice throws and trying to develop. And, and this was after missing pretty much all of the preseason set for one week. Mm-hmm. And, and so then he goes out on Sunday and they're, you know, trying to be like a, a you know, a precision, a precision type passing outfit with McCaffrey. And they, they drafted Curtis Samuel out of Ohio state. And it's, and they, he hasn't worked with these guys. He hasn't and, thrown and, with them. Never mind during the week. He hasn't thrown with them in August. He didn't correct. throw with them in July. Didn't throw with them in June. Holy crap. No wonder it sucks. I mean, when you <laughs> yeah. listen to Brady talk about Brady loses his mind. If during that period of time between June 15th, and July 15th, he doesn't have his guys around him. That's why he brings them out to Montana, because he gets panicked if he doesn't stay mm-hmm. sharp. So to hear this doesn't surprise me that it would be coming slowly. No, it's, you know, and it is, uh, and I, I think they, their their idea was sound in uh, with what they wanted to do and what and what Ron Rivera called evolving the offense. Mm-hmm. They, they kind of were following the Steelers' plan with, with Roethlisberger from a few years ago after a season when he got pounded and they went out and brought in Todd Haley and the chief goal was keeping him, you know, protecting him as he went into this next phase of his career. Uh, the difference being is, you know, I think Ben's a more accurate passer for sure than cam and they had a lot more weapons around him. I mean, McCaffrey right. has, has shown some nice things, 
you know, I think there's promise there, but he's, he's not Le'Veon Bell and nor is Curtis Samuel or Calvin Benjamin or take your pick anywhere near the receiver that Antonio Brown is. So it's, you know, it's not like the, the, the sky is not falling yet mm-hmm. on the Panthers. I mean, they did go out and win mostly on the strength of their defense, two pretty winnable games to start the year with the 49ers and the bills. Mm-hmm. And I, and I do think, I do think their defense is going to keep them in a lot of games. I don't know. That's going to be this Sunday, but you know, I don't, I don't think this is a team that's just going to completely fall apart, but there it, it feels like a team that's going Teetering. to, you know, win, right. Win a couple, lose a couple Win you know, and sitting at eight and eight at the end of the year. And then what do you do with Ron Rivera? Let me ask you about McCaffrey and stay on the offensive side of the ball for just a couple more questions. As fast as he seems, and in space, it's obvious they're trying to get him out there. He seems very slightly built. We all knew how big he was at Stanford, but it does take on a different level of size. I mean, Danny Amendola um, is the same size as a lot of players, but he's very slight compared to Julian Edelman or Wes Welker. Narrower shoulders, narrower hips. And I look at, at McCaffrey, does it strike you at all, Joe? And do you look at him and say, I don't know how in God's name he's going to hold up because it looks like he's going to break like a toy. Yeah, he's not a big guy. <laughs> now, he, he really, he just isn't. And now he takes care of his body. He's one of these guys, I mean, you know, he, he, he's put together from that perspective. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he, you know, he's, he's, he, he's got this very kind of high-tech scientific uh, stretching and nutrition routine. So and, kind and of Brady-esque. If... That's right. Okay. And and it's funny, a lot, I was talking to Derek, not not to get too sidetracked, but Derek Anderson one time, uh, who's been around the league forever, I was doing a story on kind of the age of this Panthers team, and I think they're the third oldest team in the league. And he was saying, you know, it's interesting. He said, when I came in the league, I mean, you know, we all went and drank beer on Monday night, maybe Tuesday night. He said, these young guys, it's like all science to them. They, you know, they've got their nutritionist and they got their, they've got their strength coach mm-hmm. and their, and, and he's right. And to, to get back to your point, Christian McCaffrey is slightly built. Uh, he is not going to be a guy that ever moves the pile. Right. Uh, and really, I think I, I thought he would have done a little more by now, but part of that I put on Kim. Mm-hmm. Like he should have scored week two against the bills at the end of that game where they'd been, it would have been a field goal fest and Christians open out in the flat, easy throw would have been the put away touchdown and cam sails it over his head. So, you know, he's had some other opportunities, but I means you, you've seen him. He's getting a lot of touches. Yep. He has not had that, you know, like 60 yard, just, whoa, like we did see in the preseason a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he turned the corner. It's funny. It, he's a tough guy. It seems to get an angle on because even though he's not, yeah, he's just, it's interesting. He's, he's extremely fast, straight line, it seems, but it doesn't seem as if he's sudden to change direction. Some guys are, some guys aren't. It'll just be interesting to watch him on Sunday. Will we see Kelvin Benjamin? And we certainly won't see Greg Olson. That's going to put, put Cam in a bit of a hole, too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and and nor, nor will Patriot fans see Ryan Khalil, their Pro Bowl center, mm. who uh, who's continued uh, sideline with a neck injury. Uh, and, and they, you will see Matt Khalil, and, and the Patriot edge rushers, I'm sure, will be 
Delighted? Uh, celebra- celebrating that news. Oh, they tell people uh, be psyched to see him get to some pass <laughs> rush. Thanks, thanks, Matt. <laughs> Calvin Benjamin, I think, will play. He practiced uh, today, Thursday. He um, he was very lucky. He had his his ACL knee of a couple of years ago got bent really ugly mm-hmm. uh, behind him, but but it, nothing tore. And so Rivera said that if uh, barring anything that pops up between now and Sunday, he, he expects Benjamin to play. Good deal. Um, the Olsen absence has to be the most damaging, I would think, if you're trying to get right offensively. Huge. Yeah, I I was doing uh, doing doing something down here today, and someone asked about the Khalil. I said, "Yeah, that's fine and well. Ryan Khalil's a terrific player, but the Greg Olson loss is is worse because of what he means to Cam Newton. He's kind of been a security blanket. The guys had done what no other tight end ever done with three su- successive thousand yard receiving seasons." Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just the kind of guy that stretched the middle of that field and they don't have that now. They have Ed Dixon who was kind of a, I mean, was, when he had one good year in Baltimore, I think where he, he came through before. here at one point. He, if he did, it was briefly because he, he, he was with the Ravens for their Super Bowl year. Um, and then he kind of lost his job there to, uh, oh gosh, to Pitta. Pitta. Yeah. And comes here, and he really just kind of and, and he's done some nice things as a block. They they use him. They they didn't really keep a fullback this year after Tolbert signed with the Bills, mm-hmm. and uh, and and Dixon has done a lot of that. What he hasn't done, at least you know, in the week and a half that Olson's been out, is is give any kind of problem to linebackers or get into any kind of mismatches. So, well, uh, that that yeah. has been an area that has really stressed the Patriots. So I would imagine that Christian McCaffrey will be their number one target to try and get him in mismatches in the flat or over the middle and try and play it that way because that, I think, has been, you know, there's been an electric player virtually every week that the Patriots have played. Who was it last week? No, not really an electric player last week. No. No, it, 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 Deshaun Watson was the electric player, but Kareem right, Hunt right, right. and uh, Tyree Kill, which is an interesting really point too. Yeah, because that because I think Cam of a few years ago. Oh, I mean, just go turn on the tape from the 2013. He was game. awesome. He gave the Patriots fits with his feet. He's not doing that anymore. I mean, he uh, so and that 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 what Watson did it was very electric and exciting, and I I just don't see Cam occasionally he'll take off and do that, but not like he used to. Um, Brady loved that Panthers defensive personnel in terms of respected them. I, mean, I don't think he was delighted to go against them because he thought they were a very good defense in 2013, especially Thomas Davis. Keekley obviously is kind of the linchpin of their defense, but is, is Davis still playing at a high level? He is. He is dealing with a rib injury. Uh, we've kind of just come to expect that the dude is going to play with whatever because he played he Super Bowl 50 with a broken arm. Right. And came back from three ACLs. Oh, oh by the way. <laughs> but um, but he hadn't practiced yet. I, I, I don't expect him to miss this game, but I don't know that he's going to be close to 100%. He, he can get exposed and has gotten exposed uh, in certain coverage matchups. You know, they, they try to... 
they don't like taking them off the field. And as a result, you know, a lot of teams, Falcons were really good at this last year with Shanahan. They would, they would do motions or shifts and, and end up with Davis trying to cover like uh, Devontae Freeman or Tevin Coleman. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a lose, a lose, lose situation for the Panthers. So that'll be, I know how much Brady and, and, and Bill like to throw to those running backs and, that that's something to watch, especially okay. if especially if Davis is as as I well, he is dinged up. So that'll be that's something to watch. Hey, Brady's Brady's on pace to get sacked, and I know that they just played Houston, so it was an ass beaten, but in, in terms of physically, but he's on pace to be sacked fifty three times and hit a hundred and six. I'm sure those are going to taper off, but how much punishment can he expect this week from Carolina? Uh, that that plays into their strengths. They, and, and Tom Brady can get the ball out quickly. Like breeze can, but mm-hmm. breeze, I think part of it being how familiar he is with the Panther scheme. They, they could not get to him last week. They, they had one sack and I don't know if they hit him down, if they knocked him down, maybe one other time. It just, you know, peppers was completely a non-factor. Uh, he, he played 27 snaps and he had zero defensive statistics. And uh, <laughs> oh, thanks for coming, Julius. Uh, yeah, you had your GPA is zero point <laughs> zero. Uh, but he, uh, so that was, you know, I I think they feel like they can get pressure on Brady. They, uh, kind of an under radar guy I like a lot is Mario Addison. Is their kind of third down speed rusher. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he had a huge year last year uh, during a contract season. And uh, which you know, side has he been the, lining up on? He usually comes against the left tackle. All right. Cause Nate Solder has uh, been having issues for the first three weeks. There you go. There, there's our little inside the game isolation matchup. We're going to key Addison. in on this left t- tackle, Nate Solder. <laughs> um, last question, because uh, I don't want to keep you too long and, and have you divulge every secret, but that 2013 game was just a really fun game. The Patriots, I remember talking to Brady about, uh, you know, after the game, I, I went up to him and said, hey, uh, that's a good defense, huh? He looks at me and goes, we went up and down the fucking field on them. Um, and when you look at it, they did, they fumbled, they, they might've had a pick or it might've been multiple fumbles and he just felt like they're great. They're good, but we killed ourselves. How do the Panthers look back at that game? Aside from, it must've helped to stamp them with an air of, wow, we might be a really good team. It did. It did. And Rivera talked about that this week, as did a lot of guys. And they were very lucky, you know, obviously with the non-call on Gronk in the end zone. Uh, but that being said, you know what Rivera said was interesting? He's, he liked the fact that his offense that night kept answering. Mm. That, that Brady, would at, Brady would punch him in the mouth. And then Cam would go out. The Cam had a very, very good game that night. Yeah, he I was, remember. I, I remember the numbers: two ninety nine. He ran for sixty two on seven yeah. carries. I mean, he had like one hundred and twenty five passer rating. I mean, he didn't make made very few mistakes. Uh, and and I think that's the kind of performance that he would have to to you know come up with again this week and to for these guys to have a chance up there. And I, I don't see it. I, I you know it's a good defense. 
it's not to the level of that 2013 team just because the secondary is still green mm-hmm. uh where that one was that one's a veteran secondary and even a guy like mike mitchell who was like a one-year rental had a terrific year at safety for them that season but uh yeah it, it that i i did a uh <laughs> i did a kind of a goofy video today for our, our website and went out and we were out at the spot of that of that foul, that PI on Keekley that got called and then didn't get called. Yep. And we shot a little video out there. That that was a neat game, especially for the Panthers. I mean, Panthers don't have many of those moments like that in their history, but that was one of them. Yeah, well, they uh, they've authored a few against the Patriots. Uh, that 2003 Super Bowl was. Uh, was a real good one, and that 2013 game was terrific. So we will see you this weekend. I'm not sure if we're going to have another memorable Sunday, but it's going to be a beautiful day in New England for Joe Person of the Charlotte Observer to trundle around Boston and suburban (laughs) Boston. So it's good to have you, my friend. Thank you, Tommy. All right, Joe, take care. All right, bud. All right, so there it is. I, look, for everything that Joe just said about, I don't think it's going to look like, I don't know if it's going to. Look at how many games have we seen so far this season that turn out completely the way you didn't expect. I mean, Oakland at Washington or Denver and Buffalo. It's just it, it, the Patriots and Texans. I've told you before, and you people have told me, we all agree, all of us here that it doesn't get real until after Columbus Day. That's when things start to settle out, okay? That's when the dust settles, and you can start to do an inventory. Until then, it ain't going to happen. It'll talk to you next week. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.